Today, the Capitol rioters are facing more personal responsibility. The impeachment moves forward. Parler gets nuked and a scandal engulfs a libertarian movement. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Avalon Angle. What's up, everybody? It's your favorite gay-looking straight guy, Hunter Avalone here, back with another wonderful stream, if you're catching this live, or podcast, if you are now listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Uh, I don't think that this show is up there just yet, but I know that it will be soon. So, yeah, what's up? How's everyone doing? Yeah, hi, hi guys. Hello to everybody watching. How is this disliked already from a chatter? Uh, yeah. Why do you think? Because people get mad at me. In the world, what is the what's the quote? They hated me because I told the truth or whatever, something like that. <laughs> Hello, Hunter. Sky needs sleep. I'm surviving with COVID. Do you have COVID? Shit. Well, I hope you get better, man. Israelia. Hi. Welcome from Twitch. How long until you get affiliate? I actually uh, have the opportunity to get affiliate. I just need to set that up a little later. So how's everyone doing today? We have more craziness to talk about. There is a constant amount of craziness going on. Is this channel a streaming channel now? No, but I am going to be live streaming um, more news-related stuff that will then be available to watch uh, on my ulterior channel or on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to get those that that set up on there, so it should be soon. Gulf City Nicholas Dank Danka, thank you for the two dollars, Danka. So I guess no free thought or opinions. What is what do you mean? Are you talking to to me or about the topics of today? I don't know. Because over here on this channel, yeah, we have lots of free opinions. So. It's only been a few days now that we had the significant and catastrophic capital riots. Uh, we've been over it now. Obviously, everyone watching is aware of what happened. A bunch of hooligans, a bunch of goons, a bunch of thugs went along and stormed the Capitol building because uh, they were so mad that their big orange daddy, Donald Trump, lost the election. It, it's man, I'm telling you, when you're in love with a politician to the extent that you are willing to sacrifice your life or get put on a fucking no fly list for that man who the whole time was just grifting you, keep in mind. Well, I feel very bad for you. There's some new information now as well. This just came out 50 minutes ago. Uh, I was getting my stream prep ready and uh, this Came out. The FBI has received information about an identified armed group intending to travel to Washington, D.C. on the 16th of January. They have warned that if Congress attempts to remove POTUS via the 25th Amendment, a huge uprising will occur. That's not the only updates either. All right, so it's all the same here. Uh, a group is calling for storming state, local, and federal government courthouses and administrative buildings in the event President Trump is removed prior to Inauguration Day per an FBI bulletin obtained by ABC, which is completely understandable because, as we know, uh, there are pushes for Mike Pence to invoke the 25th Amendment and get Donald Trump, just get him out of there immediately, uh, 
as what we're what we're aware of right now is uh, Nancy Pelosi is giving Pence 24 hours to invoke the 25th or they are going to move forward with impeachment. So why don't we jump into the impeachment process? Um, I guess I mean, it's kind of all overlapping here. But yeah, I just Trump like he had a few weeks left. He could have tried to go out with just a little bit of class, but no, instead I mean, he is going out in flames, dude. Let's see. Okay, comes from Fox News. All right. So eliminating Trump from being uh, elected again is one motivator in, in, in the impeachment push. And I don't really want to read the report. I actually want to read the straight. Uh, hold on. Can we get some faster speeds over here? I'm paying a lot of money for fast internet, and I'm not too pleased right now. That's right. That's a bad review for my internet company. Donald Trump willfully incited his supporters. Okay, so here's kind of a general rundown of the impeachment. Impeaching Donald Trump, President of the United States, for high crimes and misdemeanors. I'm not going to read over all this, but uh, this is the Article 1. This is what they're trying to get him on is incitement of insurrection. The Constitution provides that the House of Representatives shall have the sole power of impeachment and that the president shall be removed from office on impeachment for blah, 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 treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors in his conduct of the office of president of the United States in violation. All right, hold on. I'm looking in the chat because I know I'm going to have some people defending this already. Oh, maybe not. So far, so good. So this is this is the first area that they're going to try to get him in which is incitement. And we went over this in the last stream, uh, but I do believe that Donald Trump played a huge role in inciting what happened at the Capitol. Obviously, you'd have to be a dumb fuck to believe otherwise. I'm sorry. Now, we might disagree on the extent to which he influenced it, but overall, Donald Trump certainly played a role pushing the constant election fraud bullshit, claiming that he's actually the elected uh, president, getting his supporters all rallied up, Having them even come to the Capitol, like, come on. There absolutely is an argument to be made there. He also willfully made statements that encouraged and foreseeably resulted in imminent lawless action at the Capitol. Incited by President Trump, a mob unlawfully breached the Capitol, injured law enforcement personnel, menaced members of Congress and the vice president, interfered with the joint session's solemn constitutional duty to certify the election results, and engaged in violent, deadly, destructive, and seditious Hold on. I'm getting a call from the wife. Yeah? Hey, are you I'm sorry, you're live right now? I'm sorry. I didn't realize that. I apologize. Are you okay? Yeah. I just wanted to say something, so you're okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. No worries. Bye. Sorry, I know all you virgins in the chat won't understand what it's like to have a wife, but my girl comes first. <laughs> all right, so uh, incited by President Trump, a mob unlawfully breached the Capitol, injured law enforcement personnel. Yeah, and I mean, this is this is all true. It really was an insurrection or at least an attempted one. His prior efforts, it was consistent with his prior efforts to subvert and obstruct the certification of the results. Some of this gets a little bit nuanced. Um, some of Donald Trump's attempt to 
well, I guess they, they're pretty clear here with subvert and obstruct, but some of Donald Trump's attempt to simply, uh, like, question the result does fall within his legal rights to request a re- recount or whatever. President Trump, by such conduct, has demonstrated that he will remain a threat to national security, democracy, and the Constitution if allowed to remain in office and has acted in a manner grossly incompatible with self-governance and the rule of law. President Trump thus warrants impeachment and trial, removal from office, and disqualification to hold and enjoy any... Damn. So, yeah, that's... that. There it is right there. That's the huge aspect of this that they're really trying to get at. I mean, Donald Trump has 10 days left in office, right? Like, he's going to leave anyway now, especially that he's committed to a... uh, uh, peaceful transition. Um, But this is really what they want to get him at. They don't want Donald Trump to be able to run again. They don't want there to be a Trump 2024. And, you know, you can go ahead and crucify me if you want, but I I actually can agree with that. Uh, I think that Donald Trump has shown that he is not responsible when he's put in positions of significant power and influence. And Donald Trump, it is without a doubt, played a significant role in what happened at the Capitol on Wednesday. Hunter Avalon, I don't want to watch a recorded video on it. I want to read an article on it. Ah, ha, ha, ha. You're his sister, really not his wife. He's gay. I have it on good authority. <laughs> I don't know how you know that, but ban this guy. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that that's a significant um, motivation behind the it's Democrat... Final- Shut up. The Democrats' decision here to try and impeach Donald Trump. But that does come after they gave uh, Pence 24 hours to invoke the 25th Amendment, which I have some information right here from Politico. We'll pull this right back up on stream. So Speaker Nancy Pelosi issued Vice President Mike Pence an ultimatum on Sunday night, invoke the 25th Amendment to remove President Donald Trump in the coming days, or Democrats will proceed this week with impeaching the president for an unprecedented second time. So this is kind of in Pence's court right now. And I mean, Mike Pence is clearly broken from Trump. We all know about the drama that went down, right? Where didn't uh, one of them got unfollowed, right? Like uh, uh, Pence unfollowed Trump from his personal account or whatever. Um but, I mean, there were reports about how furious Mike Pence was with the way that he was treated from Trump, which I don't blame him. Mike Pence was actively trying to bring in the National Guard while Trump was, like, dragging his feet and lagging behind. So I can understand why Pence is mad. Also, the fact that Trump threw him under the bus, saying that he has the power, saying that Mike Pence has, actually has the power to overturn the election, which is just bullshit, not true. And then even when the Capitol was under siege, we had Mike Pence with his family in the building and Trump didn't even call to check in on him. He was apparently calling other state officials trying to get them to overturn the election. This whole thing was a disaster. It was an absolute disaster for Donald Trump. And it's like he had two weeks left. He had two weeks left in office. He fucked up so much shit with the COVID thing. The COVID thing was really huge. And then now with this. And, you know, it's interesting how Donald Trump continuously devolves into conspiracy theories. How first it was, it was a China virus. China sent over COVID. Oh, it's just going to be as bad as the flu, blah, blah, blah. It's because... Trump doesn't look good unless 
he is masking himself in conspiracism. It literally, it just, it's that simple. Donald Trump looks bad if he lost an election to Sleepy Joe. So let's make up some conspiracy theory bullshit about voter fraud. Donald Trump looks bad if he has um, a huge pandemic in his country. So let's just make up some bullshit that it's just no big deal. It's just like any other virus. Nothing to be worried about. Pence was the one anime betrayal Trump never saw coming. No, I think that Trump was the anime betrayal to Pence. I don't think Pence saw that coming because Pence was angry and he was allegedly saying things like, after all the shit I've done for Trump, I get treated like this or was something along those lines. My uncle actually got COVID. He's on a ventilator now. I'm so sorry, man. Best of luck. I know that's that's tough. I lost a grand, uh, my grandfather um, in November. So I, I but hey, he might pull through, man. So don't give up hope. All right. Rowan, thanks for the two, two pounds. How's your day been, mate? My day has been pretty good. Evie Lord, thanks for the five bucks. Appreciate it. Ian, the cool thief, thank you for the $2. Hunter, you should cover Gypsy Crusader. I'm not sure what that is, but I can I can maybe look into it. Golf City, thanks for the $2. I respect you, but it looks like alt tech is dead. No, not not exactly. Although I do agree that those corporations have too much power, but we're not going to get over, we're not going to get into that into that too much today because we already went over that in the last stream so yeah i mean this is kind of where we are right now with the impeachment process we have pelosi giving pence 24 hours to invoke the 25th amendment but it doesn't sound like he's going to do that um i was reading how pence doesn't seem too interested in that i think that honestly i have a theory i think that pence might try and run later on so he might want to make himself somehow still appealing to like some of the Trumpers or something. I don't know. But uh, yeah, apparently uh, Pence so far has shown no willingness to meet Democrats' demands, making an impeachment vote almost certain this week. Yeah, so it doesn't sound like Pence is actually going to act on this, um, but the Democrats absolutely will. And there's a good chance that Trump could get impeached through all this. And if he's barred from holding future office, could you imagine the amount of L's? Oh my God. Not only does Trump lose the presidency, but the dumb fuck Trump supporters were so mad about it, they decided to go ape shit and go raid the Capitol building, and now they might get Trump impeached, and they can't even have a Trump 2024 to, like, keep themselves, to let themselves sleep at night, to, like, fantasize about when they're jerking off. I mean, can you imagine? That would suck so bad. <laughs> Damn. So, yeah, we have Pelosi, most likely going to be moving forward. With the uh, with the impeachment and we have further threats that there will be more violence if that happens. Armed protests are being planned at all 50 state capitals from January 16th through at least January 20th. And at the U.S. Capitol from January 17th through the 20th of January. So some pretty significant shit. I'll try and update you guys more as more of this stuff comes out. But this was pretty, uh, pretty recent. They thought they were on some revolutionary shit. Oh, yeah, they absolutely did. It was so cringy. Trump will be the first president to be impeached twice. 
If it happens, yeah. The Trumpers must have thought they live on God mode. <laughs> it's quite possible. So now that we've covered the latest threats, let's go ahead and talk about some more per, uh, personal responsibility coming back to bite these riders in the ass. It really sucks when you are like the party of personal responsibility and then when personal responsibility comes along, you don't like it. It just sucks. I mean, I'm all for personal responsibility. I think personal responsibility is good. And I think that there are plenty of situations where you can actually apply personal responsibility. But when conservatives try to use personal responsibility, it's usually a way, uh, an attempt to obfuscate from racist policies that put black people where they are. So they can say, no, 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 it's personal responsibility. Use personal responsibility, which is really, what does that really mean? Black people are lazy. I, I got it. That's kind of where, that's really all the, the only time Republicans really pretend to care about personal responsibility seems to be in that aspect. And I am generalizing. I'm being a little funny here. I know I'm being hyperbolic, but it's, it's kind of true. 570, thank you for the $5 donation. Hunter, if a civil war happens and I take over the U.S. with an imperial Rome military and government, would you support it? Also, thoughts on Gypsy Crusader? I don't know who Gypsy Crusader is. Please stop asking me about that. I'm not going to look it up on stream. I'm not, doesn't sound very interesting. Sorry. Unless it's like, is it a tragedy? That just shows how little I know. I need to stop talking. Um, would you support it? No, probably not. I'm sorry. <laughs> so what's happening now, as far as the capital riders go, is there are calls for these people to be put on no-fly lists. And Forbes gives a good amount of detail here about how it's unlikely that this is going to happen anytime soon, but a few airlines have already um, stopped passengers from getting on. I don't understand exactly how it goes, but I think that it's it's um, certain airlines are kicking these Trumpers off or whatever, but then there are calls for them to go on the FBI's no-fly list. So last Thursday, Representative Benny G. Thompson, chairman of the House Committee on Homeland Security, called upon the TSA and FBI to keep the suspected domestic terrorists off of planes. And this is the call. Given the heinous domestic terrorist attack on the U.S. Capitol yesterday, I'm urging the Transportation Security Administration and the Federal Bureau of Investigation to use their authorities to add the names of all identified individuals involved in the attack to the federal no-fly list and keep them off planes. Shit. All these people are going to have to start taking trains. <laughs> people who end up on the TSA's no-fly list are prevented from boarding an aircraft that will fly within, to, from, or over the United States. Man, this would, this would suck. And they go into some detail here about how um, the no-fly list is notoriously kind of like not very transparent. People don't really know what goes into it. They don't really know what goes on behind the scenes. And I've heard some pretty good arguments about how people can be like wrongly put on these watch lists um, and then have their like second amendment rights violated. But as far as these people go, I mean the actual people behind rioting in the Capitol and breaking in that meets the definition of domestic terrorism. 
This should include all individuals identified as having entered the Capitol building, an intrusion which threatened the safety of members of Congress and staff and served as an attack on our nation. So it's more commonly known as the watch list. Oh, yeah, right here. While the details of the TSA's no-fly list are notoriously obak, the list has traditionally targeted international, not domestic terrorists. Hmm. Interesting. So there, there might, this might be another reason why the Capitol Riders might not get on to the no-fly list anytime soon or even at all. This is really unprecedented to be putting a lot of domestic terrorists on the list. A 2016 press release ballparked that there were only about 1,000 Americans on the list. Wow, so only like 1%. So yeah, it would be pretty unprecedented. In recent years, the U.S. government sees domestic terrorism as the predominant threat to the nation. Three months ago, the Department of Homeland Security's... Oh yeah, I think this is what I... I wanted to go over this on stream too. Is this right here? Yeah. Because I know that there are people that are like, well, Antifa and BLM are worse. When it's like, first of all, we can talk about that, but they're not comparable. Second of all, the latest DHS report. <laughs> I'm sorry. Depart yeah, Department of Homeland Security. Homeland Threat Assessment Report warned that violent white supremacy was the most persistent and lethal threat in the homeland. I remember when this report came out only a few months ago, I talked about it. The TSA would not divulge whether the makeup of the no-fly list has changed. So, yeah, right here. It might become harder, not easier, to add domestic terrorists to the no-fly list. Unless the individual has been convicted of a federal crime of terrorism. And conviction is a big step beyond the FBI's current threshold. So, there might be too many uh, technicalities there, formalities, for them to actually make it on this list anytime soon. But... Again, Biden's going to be president soon, so he might work to change that. And he talked about holding these people accountable. And there are also plenty of other uh, lawmakers, even Republican lawmakers, who are calling for these rioters and these terrorists to be held accountable. So it's not inconceivable that this that this could happen. Um, but they also go into detail about how even the people who have already been busted are getting charged for having um, an unlicensed weapon or being uh, trespassing and shit like that. Like it's going to be it's going to be a whole new level to get these people convicted of domestic terrorism. Right. Biden previously said he intends to prioritize passing a law against domestic terrorism and has been urged by advisors to create a White House post overseeing the fight against ideologically inspired violent extremists. Until then, says Gooden, TSA is, of course, always at ready to accommodate FBI requests. Yeah, so there's it's it's really interesting. This was a really interesting article that I was reading because it talks about how domestic terrorism is not technically seen as like a federal crime. Hold on. Conviction is a big step, yet currently there's more fundamentally, while Section 802 of the Patriot Act provides a definition of domestic terrorism, that alone is not a chargeable criminal offense carrying penalties. In short, at this time, there is no federal crime of domestic terrorism. So a lot of it just sounds like shit that needs to be changed or reformed, um, but... 
it, yeah, it sounds like there's going to be a lot of hoops to actually jump through. But it's still good to know that there are calls for these people to be further held accountable for their uh, disgusting, abysmal actions. And even if they don't get put on a no-fly list necessarily, they're still going to face significant consequences because one by one, these motherfuckers are getting busted. Antifa has its own flag. It's more than an ideology. What? <laughs> so now if something's associated with a flag... It... Okay. <laughs> oh yes, the law will stop these terrorists. Are you dumb? We can reform our laws and make them better and stronger. <laughs> so... This is kind of where we're at right now as far as these people f being further held accountable. There is a really funny video. <laughs> Hold on, let me pull this up. So, you've probably already seen this, but oh man. So this guy, I'm not, I don't know the full details, I'll be honest, but this guy is not able to fly. Um, really? Is this... Okay, I guess we're just going to have this being here annoying. Every single one of you! But this is what they do to us! They kick me off the plane, they call me a fucking terrorist, and they want to fucking ruin my life! Every single one of you! So this is what happens when the Grim Reaper of personal responsibility just comes around the corner and grabs you before you even know what the fuck is happening. Like I said, I don't know the full details. Um, and like, he, I think he may have been probably just banned from this individual airline or maybe something to do with the airport. Uh, but this didn't have anything to do with a no fly list as far as like the formal FBI watch list kind of shit. So just to be clear, I know it's not that it's not that important, but it's still good to good to look into all the nuance there. Wow, we have a really generous donation from Digital Cyclone. Thank you so much for the twenty dollar donation. Imagine being George Washington and literally fighting a revolution to make the American population free, only for those same people to attempt uh, to overthrow oh and overthrow the government for the sake of keeping their leader in power. Oh, I know. Yeah, George Washington is one hundred percent rolling in his grave at these people. It's funny because these the, the people that did this shit believe themselves to be like these brave patriots or whatever, but they're literally the opposite. They're like the British as far as I'm concerned. So yeah, I mean, it definitely sucks to be this guy, but it's also a little like... But this is what they do to us! This is what they do to us. You just tried to storm the fucking capital, dude. what they do to us okay so that yeah he said it they kicked him off the plane then that's what happened because there are people getting kicked off planes they want to fucking ruin my life hmm wait a minute what's going on a trump supporter is playing the victim when they are actually a victim of their own actions no, no one is trying to ruin your life, my dude. 
you ruined your life when you thought it was a good idea to storm the fucking Capitol building because you got a little too hyped up on Cope and Mountain Dew. That's what this really comes down to. These were your actions, pal. Your actions are what's ruining your life right now. Not the airline. Because <laughs> believe me, it's not going to stop with the airline. Because soon enough, it's going to be the FBI trying to ruin your life. All right? It's pretty dumb that you get put on a no-fly list for protesting. Has that happened before? Plot twist. Logical leftist. Plot twist. The conservatives were the snowflakes all along. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there, there are snowflakes on both sides, but I'm sorry. The right is being way bigger snowflakes this time around than the left was in 2016. Like, remember when in 2016, the funny cope and everything was, was the, the Triglypuff and the girl screaming to the sky and all that shit? Now this is their cope. This is after the conservatives had a little too much cope. FBI watch lists, FBI investigations, getting kicked off flights. I wish there was a longer video, man. <laughs> they would have fucking ruined my life. He even has like the cliche, like redneck sounding accent. I'm sorry, man. Next time, like, I hope it wasn't an American Airlines flight. Because that, out of just principle, they should just boot you for being a traitor, right? American Airlines, nah. It's like, if you're part of the Capital Riders, you cannot fly American, pal. You can maybe look into the British Airlines. <laughs> I don't know. I saw that video and I thought it was fucking hilarious. And... You just, you got to feel bad for these people, man. But then you, at the same time, you don't. I feel bad for the people that died. But for people like this, nah, this is just fucking hilarious because you're just getting a good dose of your own, your own fucking actions, consequence of your actions, pal. Now, let's also, I'm going to bring this up. I have this in my notes because Charlie Kirk has deleted this tweet now. But uh, I don't want to let Charlie Kirk... Mr. Smallface, forget about this one. This historic event will likely be one of the largest and most consequential in American history. Try to try here. I have a little mental exercise for everyone watching. Try and read this and pretend that you are a far right extremist and try to imagine how it would sound to a far right extremist, to someone who already feels ready to fucking storm the Capitol, perhaps. So anyway, this historic event will likely be one of the largest and most consequential in American history. The team at Trump Students and Turning Point Action are honored to help make this happen, sending 80-plus buses full of patriots to D.C. to fight for this president. Damn. I know that it, you know... Hunter, I got COVID. I'm scared. Don't be scared. Relax. Make sure you quarantine. Wash your hands frequently. I can't think like an idiot. <laughs> so we don't actually know 
if uh, Charlie Kirk sent any, like, we don't know if Charlie Kirk was behind sending the people who actually then rioted and raided the Capitol. But it's definitely, at the very least, a PR nightmare for the for these people. And the fact that he tried to send, he said that he was, like, proud to be sending 80-plus buses full of patriots. It's a little sketchy. And if more info comes out, I would love to know about it. They're all grifters. Yeah, of course they're all grifters. I, I like, Charlie Kirk, the thing is, is he is, um, he is so incredibly stupid, but it works for him, so he just keeps on going. So, yeah, just a cute little thing right there. There was also some more information that came out recently about the delay in the, uh, the Capitol Police response. This came out this morning. Ex-Capitol Police Chief says requests for the National Guard were denied six times during the riots. Now, it's definitely true that Trump lagged and dragged his feet a little bit. Um, but as I was digging more into this, it is 100% not as cut and dry as it's Trump's fault that the National Guard wasn't deployed sooner. Now, it's true that in D.C. Hold on, I have something else here really good. Uh, here we go. Now, it's true that in D.C., um, in D.C., the National Guard is a unique situation since they are controlled solely by the federal government, according to the D.C. National Guard website. That means they are the only National Guard out of unit out of all 54 states and territories that reports only to the president. So just if that's the case, doesn't mean that Donald Trump is like the only one he can, he does have the authority to deploy the national guard, but the delay does not necessarily mean it was Trump. I try to look at these things. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was, but I want to try and look at these things as objective, as objectively as possible. But it's one. But you can definitely say that Trump did not act fast enough. And initially, this actually comes from Snopes, because I know we have some people here that love Snopes. Were requests to deploy National Guard initially denied during Capitol riots? And it goes into how this is actually a mixture. And the claim is the Department of Defense initially denied a request from the National Guard. As it was breached by a pro-Trump mob. What's true? After some delay, uh, the D.C. National Guard was deployed in the Capitol. Virginia and Maryland said they would also send their guard. That's true. I am in Maryland. Governor Hogan, our governor, um, was just, I think it was yesterday, criticizing the slow response. And he himself was like dialing people up, trying to get in touch with people, trying to say, hey, can, can we send in the National Guard, please? Because... It's a different territory in D.C., so he wasn't able to actually send his guys past that border. So he was mad, for sure. And so that, that much of it was true. A Washington Post reporter quoting an anonymous source said the Department of Defense initially denied D.C. officials' request to deploy the Guard. And here's what's false. The Department of Defense denied the report but acknowledged that they had not acted upon the request immediately. 
So what was this? Hold on. Initially denied DC officials. This may have been like a mistake because we know that uh, with Governor Hogan. Uh, where is it? I don't know. I don't think I actually have an article on that. This may have just been like something that they just got completely incorrect because the Department of Defense denied the report but acknowledged that they had not acted upon the request immediately. What's undetermined? We were unable to determine why there were conflicting reports around a purported denial to send in the Guard. There was some confusion in the process of deploying the National Guard, which led to the delayed response. But the details around this confusion are presently unknown. Yeah, and I like that. I think that that's a very good and fair and objective way of putting it, to be completely honest. Um, and I think that, yeah, what we know right now is that the National Guard, as far as in D.C., is under the control of the federal government. But we also know that the government can be shit. It's more of a, a uh, criticism of why were they not prepared ahead of time, I think, not necessarily why were they so slow in sending out the National Guard. Because they were woefully underprepared for something like this, despite the fact that law enforcement had been notified ahead of time. There were, I think it was the ACLU, was saying that, hey, there's a lot of evidence here that there are going to be, there's going to be violence at this event. Trump had been promoting it. People knew about the event ahead of time. Why were they so woefully underprepared for this shit? That, to me, is almost a little bit more pressing of an issue than just this. Although I also recognize how, in the grand scheme of things, then you see the delay in the National Guard. It kind of further plays into the overall theme of not being fucking prepared for something like this. Which, to me, is still so mind-boggling because it's like, it's the Capitol. I feel like if it was like a movie made about someone trying to breach the Capitol, they would make it look like the most high-tech, full-on security place imaginable. <laughs> and then what really happens is, what, what was the tweet? What was the meme? It was like, no. Instead, they got, <laughs> they got raided by Duck Dynasty and a guy in a Chewbacca bikini. For some reason, I thought I had an article here about uh, the Hogan situation, but but yeah, I, I know I I definitely recognize that it's just confusing, and it's most likely my best guess is because it's the government. There were hoops you got to jump through, different processes and procedures you have to go through. But some of this was also complete bullshit. Like, listen to this. Sun contradicts claims made by officials after Wednesday's assault on Capitol Hill. Sun superiors said previously that the National Guard and other additional security support uh, could have been provided, but no one at the Capitol requested it. Sun told the Post that the House Sergeant at Arms, Paul Irving, was concerned with the optics of declaring an emergency ahead of the protests and rejected a National Guard presence. So hold on. Maybe I was wrong about how confusing this is. Maybe we're having a little, there's some more light getting shed on this already. So that was one of the reasons why. He, this dude was concerned about the optics of it. Oh, we don't want to look like we're, you know, uh, 
expecting any violence, not at a good old-fashioned family-friendly Trump rally. <laughs> he says Senate Sergeant-at-Arms Michael Stringer recommended that he informally request the Guard to be ready in case it was needed to maintain security. He says he requested assistance six times ahead of and during the attack on the Capitol. Each of those requests were denied and delayed. What the fuck? This is just so... And of course, Trump was... What, what was he saying? Oh, I deployed them immediately, right away. Like, we don't know how much of a role Trump directly had in this. But... It's just it this is so typical for the Trump administration is just disorganized con constant confusion, lack of communication. I mean this dude, hold on. The former chief US Capitol Police so the chief of the US Capitol Police, this guy we we talked about the other day who just resigned, sunned. He was trying to say, "Guys, yo, I'm concerned about this. Like, he's there. He's part of the government. And his voice is just not being heard. It's just falling on deaf ears. It's ridiculous. There's, there's, you know what? It's another reason why. Try to imagine this is like more of a work environment. Try to imagine what this would be like if you were in like a work environment. And what the f Is everybody's ears okay? Because that just made my heart like jump out of my chest. You know what? Every time I'm getting dinged for this because I say my New Year's resolution is to close the tabs on my computer. And then I find myself leaving them up and then that happens. <laughs> All right, let's take a let's take a dono break for just a second. And we'll get back to this. OK. Katie Johnson, thank you for the four dollars. Sending love and peace. Thank you. I appreciate it. Gulf City Nicholas, thank you for the two dollars. Honestly, both sides kind of suck, sadly. Yeah. Not kinda. They both suck. Tom Hunt, thanks for the two. Could you tell me a bit about the Tim Pool thing? Um, I went on Tim Pool's show. I mean, yeah, I've, I've, I've addressed it already on Twitter. I went on Tim Pool's show and I didn't do nearly as well as I, as I thought I could have. I had a few parts where I said some shit that like I thought sounded good, <laughs> but uh. It was just, it did, the whole show did not play in my advantage. And, um, you know, I take responsibility for it. I should have been better prepared, I guess. But uh, I was under the the um, assumption that it was going to be more of a conversation. And uh, I did fuck up, though, with saying some of the shit when I, um, I don't, what was it? It was, I called Tim out on the misinfo on um the Joe Biden thing. And he was wrong about it, but I wasn't prepared enough to properly back up my claim. So I came off looking very, very bad and weak, especially in that one part. And I acknowledge that. And you know what? I think that there's there's always a mentality to look at like a really bad appearance like that and be like, oh, I fucked up. Oh, no, man. And like, yeah, it's it sucks because I certainly wish I could have done better and presented myself better. Um, but the the only thing I can do from there is learn from it. So that's what I'm doing. I'm looking it over. I'm acknowledging the mistakes I made. And so next time if I get 
a different opportunity to go on whatever, some show or debate thing or anything, I'll be more prepared. There has to be a way to downgrade. Uh, so yeah, Tom Hunt, there's your answer. Mosh Master, thanks for the 20. Thank you for the very generous 20. Wow. There is now a growing list of participants of the raid that are formerly members of the military. There has to be a way to downgrade the participants' vets' discharge status to dishonorable. Huh. I don't know. I think that I think that, that gets into a... Uh, I don't know. Lone Wolf, thanks to the five. The funniest thing from conservatives is our protests never turn violent. A conservative protest turns violent. They were paid actors. Yeah, it's... <laughs> There's a ton of inconsistencies there, but it's not so much about being consistent or even being truthful. It's just about using a narrative to try their best to make themselves look a little better and distance themselves from the PR problem so that they, so that they can basically just continue to lie. So anyway, when the mob reached the Capitol complex at about 1240 – on Wednesday, it took about 15 minutes for the west side perimeter of the building to be breached. Damn. The Capitol Police contingent, which numbered around 1,400 that day, was quickly overrun by an estimated 8,000 rioters. Shit. Can you imagine 8,000 rioters crammed into, like, the... I mean, you saw the footage, right? Crammed into the, the Capitol building? That is insane. If we would have had the National Guard, we would have held them at bay longer. Man, this whole thing is just such a fuck up. Like, it's so... I cannot stress enough how bad this looks for conservatives. It's like you... So, you know what? Actually, I have a cope. A cope meme that perfectly describes how conservatives are really feeling right now. This comes from Parlor, which is fitting for segueing into our next topic about Parlor. I can't stop crying, knowing it's all over. We lost the Senate, and Mr. Trump is committed to a peaceful transfer of power. Hold on. This doesn't work without sad music. Let me get something up for you guys. Hold on. Where is sad and inspired? Okay, here we go. This will work. That should be better. I can't stop crying, knowing it's all over. We lost the Senate, and Mr. Trump has committed to a peaceful transfer of power. There was never a Kraken. We were tricked. On top of it all, we are mocked all over the world for our riot. I have been laying on my bathroom floor... Because I can't even stand up, or I vomit. That was the sad reading of A Coping Magatard, episode one. I'm sure we'll have more. But yeah, I think that guy describes perfectly how Trump supporters, like, how bad this makes them look. Everyone was saying, remember the whole Kraken thing? Uh, you know what? And you know what? I don't give a fuck. This is as close as we're going to be getting to, uh, to OnlyFans right now because I'm about to start jerking myself off over the fact that I've been right. 
I said, there is no Kraken. It's just bullshit. That, like, they haven't been able to prove anything in court. It's just the reasonable conclusion. It just is. And I know I'm gloating right now, but that, you know what? Deal with it. Because <laughs> I was saying there was never a Kraken. But no, they kept on, the Kraken is coming. Just you wait, Sidney Powell, who, by the way, is now getting sued for $1.3 billion because of the defamation uh, against Dominion voting servers. So, yeah, like we, we were all saying, all of us over here living in this little place called reality, we knew there was never a Kraken, okay? We knew it. And then all you people, all you little maggotards, you people over there living in, uh, what do we call it? That's right, retardville. You were over here believing in fairy tales about some mythical Kraken. There's a reason that the, wait, there's a reason why the Kraken is a mythical creature, pal. Did you guys not realize that all along? No. Yeah, like, there's a reason why the Kraken is a, is a myth. It's mythology. The Kraken dwells off the... Like, it was right in front of you the whole time that you were believing in a fucking fairy tale. You know what? I'm going to be honest. Uh, one of my little fears is... Um, unmarked waters <laughs> and i'm not even kidding i'm dead serious and it's because i'm a terrible swimmer and i've had very bad experiences with water so i've been kind of it i'm kind of scared of the water for a long time since i was little so this actually looks fucking terrifying just just putting that out there yeah especially like the ocean being so unknown like you don't really know what's out there entirely but yeah to get getting back on point there's a reason pal why the kraken is a mythical creature and there's a reason why your whole political kraken was also a myth we were tricked yeah you were how much money did trump make it was 400 million dollars trump made was it off the election fraud shit? Um, is this an opinion piece? Oh, fuck. I don't like that. Okay, well, even so, I was inaccurate there. I'm sorry. It's actually Trump has been fundraising, pulling in an astounding $170 million dollars. Okay. So yeah, no. Sorry, my bad. It was not 400 million. It was closer to 200 million, which is still a shit ton of money. So yeah, you were tricked. You were you were being grifted. On top of it all, we're being mocked all over the world for our riot. Also true. That's the other thing is Trump supporters could have gone out with like uh, like a shred, a shred of a good reputation left. A shred. I mean, they mostly already blew it with the constant bigotry and racism and anti-LGBT bullshit. And then when they got to the whole COVID thing and then they were like, I'm not a sheeple. I'm not going to wear a mask because I don't care about facts anymore. Now it's just about feelings and like decided to like go do a 
total 180 on everything. Like, they, they pretty much had already ruined their reputation. But this is like a whole new level because now it's like you're getting international recognition. This has been this has been in the news cycle constantly. Like you people have fucked yourselves. And I've said it before, I'll say it again. Seeing this situation, it's so eye-opening. I am so glad that I have left the right. Oh my god. And you know what? I'm really glad too that and I you know what? If if this is pushing people, if this whole situation with the capital is pushing people away from the right or like the far right, good. But I'm also really thankful that it didn't take something like this for me to be like, maybe there's some ideological flaws with my conservative beliefs. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> They're being mocked all over the world for our riot. I like how he even just admits that it was him, too. <laughs> I've been laying on my bathroom floor because I can't even stand up or I vomit. Man. Just be thankful you're not dead, pal. There are people that literally lost their lives because they believed in this shit. There were people over over this week that were have been literally grifted to death. So, yeah, I mean, sorry that you're vomiting. It might be COVID, by the way, because I would not be surprised if you got COVID after going to that super spreader MAGA rally event. And it's funny, too, because, you know, they wouldn't wear masks, right? And now they're using facial recognition. The FBI is using facial recognition to fucking get them. So it's like the one... <laughs> Carissa said this earlier and I started laughing outside, uh, laughing out loud. The one time that it's socially acceptable to like wear a mask, they're like, I'm not a fucking sheeple. No way, Jose. Am I putting on a damn mask? <laughs> and now they're using facial recognition to track these fuckers down. There are just so many self-owns here. The layer, the layers are just, it's like an onion. But the tears are from laughter. It, they just keep on coming. I think even conservatives should just laugh at this one. You know that would make you guys look a lot better. Like, don't try to obfuscate from it. Don't try to pivot. Be like, yeah, that's bullshit. And some this whole the, the way this was handled is bad. Conservatives don't need to be tied to Trump. But a majority of them have become that way. At least when, it come, when you come to like how much... Trump has support within even the Republican Party. But I know after the um, Capitol thing, I believe his uh, his support even in even within the uh, the Republican Party. It went down. So we now move on to Parler. And I, for one, am a little bummed that Parler is gone because that site was a lot of fun to troll. Um I I trolled uh I trolled the, them like twice before they got nuked. And you know, it was probably me and my epic trolling that just pushed the line and got them nuked. But no, I'm just kidding. But it, it like scrolling through that feed cuz I was just following a bunch of random people on there like all the conservatives that got banned on Twitter and everything. And it's just a cesspool. 
every it, it's like going down a deadly maze where everywhere you turn you're greeted with fake news <laughs> i mean it was i couldn't i could it was insane you just scroll through the post it's like covid hoax pizzagate mask hoax election fraud <laughs> and there were a few other trolls on there because like my posts were obviously predominantly like people yelling at me and getting mad and calling me a little bitch boy and all that funny shit or soy boy also that was that's a common one um but then yeah the <laughs> it was just non-stop bullshit on that site um but obviously all kidding aside it, there was a little more than just like fake news that was on that site. There was also tons and tons of incitements to violence. And I want to go over this a little bit with what happened with Parler. Um, now, let me preface it with this. I talked about this briefly in the other uh, a lot in the other stream. So I'm only going to go over this briefly now. But I recognize the... Um, the, I recognize the issue with these select corporations having so much control over the market that they are able to essentially suspend Parler from existing. I think that is a problem, and I think something needs to be done about that to allow for more competition. However, with Parler getting banned, as far as this goes, it was justified, and I will stand by that unless something huge and new information comes out i read through what happened okay first and this is funny too because this comes back to personal responsibility it it keeps on coming back to personal responsibility for this one and also i mean like i don't know parlor it could have been actually pretty cool if they had just like moderated it <laughs> So what happened first is they were uh, they were bopped off the Play Store, and they were given a chance, or I think they actually are still are given a chance. They can um, they need to come up with a comprehensive moderation plan. Same with the App Store. You have to moderate your platform. That's one of Apple's TOS or whatever. Because I see people saying, "Huh, well then how come?" Uh, Twitter is able to be on the app store, but sometimes I see bad shit on Twitter. Huh. It's not about that. And these companies, at least Amazon, Amazon was very transparent. We're going to get into that in a second. I don't like Amazon. I don't like how Amazon treats their employees. I don't like these big corporations at all. <laughs> I really don't fucking like these big ass corporations that don't pay taxes and shit. Okay. But as far as this situation goes... I mean, we can look at we can look at it, and it was it was pretty transparent. I have a uh, the full statement. That, and yes, yes, I know everybody. You can go ahead and laugh. This is coming from BuzzFeed News, but the only reason I have this up is because they are the only ones who would show the full fucking message. I looked through like multiple multiple uh sites or whatever but yeah they basically they said yo you have to have content moderation and it's not about the fact that like twitter has moderation even though bad shit still gets put on twitter 
Twitter will moderate their platform. And usually incitements of violence, especially high-profile incitement of violence, like shit like this, with what happened with the Capitol, that's getting moderated pretty, pretty heavily and strictly. That is, like, that's part of the TOS for the App Store and for the Play Store. So, dear Amy, thank you for speaking with us earlier today. This is the email. This is Amazon's letter to Parler. Over the past uh, several weeks, we've reported 98 examples to Parler of posts that clearly encourage and incite violence. Here are a few examples below from the ones we've previous uh, we've sent previously. Do they show them? Because I, I saw them before. Yeah, here we go. This is one of them that was... This was directly sent to Parler from Amazon that said, hey, this post specifically is a violation of our TOS. They gave them chances to remove these posts specifically. I've been doing YouTube for four years. Do you know how fucking transparent this is for a big tech company like this? Do you know how many times YouTube is like tweak their terms of service or community guidelines or whatever in some vague, ambiguous way. You have to, like, figure out what the fuck it means. The fact that they just point them to posts. Yo, these, these, like, this is pretty transparent for a big tech company. And this is one of the posts. On January blank, we need to start systematically assassinating liberal leaders. Liberal activists, BLM leaders... I need to turn off notifications everywhere. <laughs> Members of the NBA. I mean, listen to this. Mainstream media. <laughs> and Antifa. I already have a newsworthy event planned. <sighs> and now that we know what's going like with the uh, the new FBI developments with the report. Sounds even a little even a little creepier. So, yeah, we don't need to read all these through. But I mean, it's obvious you don't have to be a soy boy liberal SJW snowflake to read this and say, hmm, I think that's probably an incitement to violence. When you put a date and a call to action, yeah, I would say so. And this is especially significant now because we know that these far right and violent uh, incitements of violence were on parlor before the Capitol. So, recently we've seen a steady increase in this violent content on your website, all of which violates our terms. It's clear that parlor does not have an effective process to comply with the AWS terms, that's the uh, Amazon server, terms of service. It also seems that parlor is still trying to determine its position on content moderation. You remove some violent content when contacted by us or others, but not always with urgency. Your CEO recently stated publicly that he doesn't feel responsible for any of this and neither should the platform. Hold on. This is further demonstrated by the fact that you still have not taken down much of the content that we've sent you. Okay, so let me reiterate that. I'm sorry. They did take down some of it, but again, it's about being proactive and... I mean, even as a business model, even as an effective business model, you should want to have some form of TOS. It doesn't make a 
social media uh, platform enjoyable to use if you're scrolling through and seeing shit like this. Oh, oh, look, Karen had a new baby on January blank. We need to start murdering everybody. Oh, okay, whatever. Hmm. Hey, look, a new vacation. Like, no, that's just, <laughs> that's not even a good business model. So the fact that they were only taking it down occasionally, not being proactive, and then still refused to take down these examples they were given, it all comes back to how they handled this situation. They probably could have cracked down on moderation, but then you know what would happen? They knew that would lose their base. No TOS is when people turn your site into an alt-right machine in a pedophile ring. Yeah, you're, you're actually correct. There's a reason why 4chan, for example, which, by the way, 4chan even has a TOS. But yeah, like even like, look at 4chan. It's overrun by alt-right losers. So that's what happened after they didn't comply. Let's see. They provide technology and services to customers across the political spectrum, and we continue to respect Parler's right to determine for itself what content it will allow on its site. However, we cannot provide services to a customer that is unable to effectively identify and remove content that encourages or incites violence against others. Because Parler cannot comply with our terms of service and pose a very real risk of public safety, we plan to suspend Parler's account effective Sunday. And then here's another thing that I think is actually fair and a little more transparent than I would have expected. Uh, we will ensure that all of your data is preserved for you to migrate to your own servers and will work with you as best we can to help your migration. So this AWS, the I should probably, I should probably know what that like stands for. <laughs> uh, it's the Amazon servers. It's where it's the servers that were hosting Parler. They cut them off. So as of now, Parler is down. Yeah. Parler's down right now. Because I saw somebody in chat calling me an idiot saying that Parler's not down, you idiot. Here it is live. Getting proven wrong live, pal. <laughs> and then things got even worse from there. After Amazon terminated Parler's hosting, there was a data leak slash breach. And this is still really developing. In fact, I want to, uh, to look this up before to make sure. Hold on. This might be wrong. Um... Hold on. I wanted to make sure to look this up before I actually read the article I had, because the article I had was from earlier this morning. So I think this might be a rumor right now that Par uh, that Parler was hacked. Uh, the social media network favored by supporters of President Donald Trump has been hit by a massive data scrape. Yeah, this is actually the article I was going to be reading from. Yeah, the claim was that they 
archived a bunch of shit. But what's what's weird about it is I tried to look into it and uh I don't see where like the archive actually was. Or maybe I'm just stupid because I don't know how any of this stuff works and I probably shouldn't be trying to figure it out live. <laughs> but yeah, this is this. I guess maybe it's it's more of a rumor here now. Uh, what appears to be evidence of such a download is circulating on Reddit and Twitter, but the data's authenticity has not been verified. False rumors spread last November that a parlor hack had resulted in users' social security numbers and private messages being stolen okay so that could be incorrect then yeah until we have more information if that if that happened just last november that another false rumor was spread oh it comes from snopes hey look at this hey to all you people that love snopes so much i've now used snopes twice today both of which has ruled in favor of the conservatives so, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, there's a really good amount, good reason to doubt this then. If there were already rumors that were similar to this before. Before Amazon, uh, Gizmodo is reporting that before Amazon pulled Parler's plug on Sunday, a lone researcher worked feverishly to archive every polar uh, parlor post from January 6th, believing that the site would have very incriminating evidence. Hmm. I'm now crawling URLs of all the videos uploaded to parlor subsequently from the latest. I mean, this again, I looked, I looked at this earlier and it did not at all look like what, yeah, that's, Yep, this is a hoax. Never mind. That's all, folks. Hold up. Before, when I looked here, there were actually, uh, there were, like, archives. Maybe that was a different link. Yeah, this does not at all look legitimate. I would be really skeptical about the news about the, uh, the parlor being hacked thing. Hmm. Did this originate from a Reddit post? Oh, hold up. Yeah, this is bullshit. Until I see something that's actually substantiated. Um, Parler has not addressed the unproven claims that its data has been compromised. But he did say that uh, Amazon's decision to suspend the site could destroy the business. Shit. Fuck these people. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. I'm glad that I decided to look that up because... it. I looked at it earlier and I knew that I was going to have to look into it more too because it just... The, the archives that were given did not lead to anything. They were just like URLs. Which then those didn't lead anywhere either. Again, though, I'm I'm very dumb when it comes to stuff like that. So maybe I was just an idiot. But yeah, I would, as far as that, uh, the parlor thing goes, approach that story with a good amount of skepticism. 
I mean, the CEO didn't even address it. I'm pretty sure if there was a data breach of that size where they were claiming that they had like driver's licenses and shit, I'm pretty sure they would, they would have known. Hunter's legs are shaved. Whoa. How did you know that? That's a little creepy. Tristan McCoy, thank you for the $5. My father sent me some QAnon conspiracy about China invading before inauguration. <laughs> Had to delete him and I am sad he wouldn't stop. <laughs> Shit. Hunter was way hotter without facial hair. I don't have facial hair now. Are you saying that I'm still not hot? <laughs> It wasn't really hacked. They just used a badly configured public API to grab as much public data and metadata as possible. Okay. That's more, that's definitely more believable. Yeah. So as far as Parler actually getting banned from the servers, uh, I recognize that that's a massive step. And you know what? I want to address something else too, because I saw Ashley St. Clair. I think that's who, was that who said this? Because if it was actually Ashley St. Clair that said this, I can talk about how stupid this dumb butt is, but hold on. Was this her? Ashley St. Clair is the biggest moron on Twitter. She's making so many false comparisons. She says Apple wouldn't unlock the iPhone of the San Bernardino shooter, but they were real quick to ban Parler. These are different things. They have the legal right as a private company to ban the app that violates their TOS. Unlocking the phone was like that held legal precedent. <laughs> That's just me reading it off the top. Like just. Oh man, this is the this is what I mean. They take the nuance out. But hold on, she said something that was also really stupid. Um It's also really funny cuz she's crying about losing followers, which means she's losing far-right neo-Nazi radical followers that are getting banned. Or maybe they're just unfollowing her. That's the other thing. I think a lot of these conservatives are getting unfollowed because their grift is up. Well, I, maybe it wasn't her that said it then. Um, I thought she was the one that said something about Pornhub. Ew, she's a Ravens fan. There's an, even another another reason to dislike this person. Okay, well... I don't know. But someone on Twitter was comparing uh, Pornhub and the fact that they had bad and illegal content up and that they didn't get booted and Parler did. But again, this comes down to the fact that when that illegal content came to light, Pornhub immediately acted on it. Now, I don't like Pornhub or anything like that, but the comparison is not fair at all. They worked to fucking fix their website. And they did, quickly. So, Parler had a chance as well to fix their website, and they didn't do anything about it. 
I guarantee you if Pornhub knew that there was illegal shit on their website and they were just like, meh, whatever, I guarantee you they would have they would have had their servers cut too. But also I don't know if it does do the does AWS host Pornhub also? It's just not at all comparable thing at all. Everyone is a moron on Twitter. <laughs> I'll try to find out if there's any more updates here, and if not, we'll move on to our uh, next topic. Hmm. Well, yeah, nothing really. Hold on. Is this still there's something here about the uh the impeachment moving forward. But is this the same thing we already know? Yeah, I think this is still if whether I still think Pence has the 24 hours to invoke the 25th. House Democrats will proceed with Trump's impeachment for incitement of insurrection. I mean... Insurrection, a violent uprising against an authority or government. It definitely meets the definition of insurrection. I, I definitely think it meets the definition of insurrection. Rest in peace, Mike Pence. <laughs> it's Isn't it funny that it took like this for Mike Pence? To... <laughs> it's kind of a, you kind of feel bad for him because Mike Pence really did stay loyal to Trump through all of his shit. And then it just ended with him getting thrown under the bus. It's painful. It's the betrayal of the century. Rachel Phelps, thank you for the $5. Thank you for streaming during my planned period so I could enjoy some entertainment. During my planning period so I could enjoy some entertainment. Sure, no problem. And thank you for the donation. All right. Actually, we're going to do something really fun really quickly to just lighten up the mood. Because our final topic is going to be kind of heavy. <clears throat> so, now listen. It, it is impossible to not clown on Dave Rubin. It is impossible. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're conservative. It doesn't matter if you're a maggotard. It doesn't matter if you're a liberal, a leftist. It doesn't matter. None of it does. Dave Rubin is so easy to clown on and lately this channel <laughs> dave rubin clips <laughs> which i've been following it's just like a random fucking account just posts the funniest compilations of dave rubin saying the dumbest shit 
And this one was especially fitting because... Hold on. I gotta go into the full screen here. As you can see, I wore my X-Files shirt today. Something I got when I was... It was for my... Was it for my 18th birthday? <laughs> that still seems a little too old now looking back at it. Whatever. Um... <laughs> I'm wearing my X-Files shirt, and this compilation has the the X-Files theme song music behind it because it's Dave Rubin giving off all these, like, dumb fuck conspiracies. So why don't we take a little break from all of this? Who is Dave Roblox? I don't know. <laughs> but Dave Rubin is, uh, he's, he's like the guy that left the left to go say the dumbest shit, and for some reason he's, like, on the blaze and everything. It just proves that so many conservatives, as long as, like, the talk show host's mouth is moving and they're hearing the, like, constant flow of buzzwords, they're happy. Like, disturbing, Orwellian, communist, socialist, Democrats, the left. It's like, you could just be, you could literally just give, like, a random, random ass conversation, just throw those words in every now and, and now and then, and conservatives wouldn't even notice it. At least half of them wouldn't. You'd be like, yeah, so yesterday I had some pasta when all of a sudden the uh, radical left told me how pasta isn't actually that good. So I decided to put the canned tomato sauce in the microwave and suddenly Orwellian. It was just so, it brought me back to 1984, even though I wasn't born then. It just, it, it brought me right to, and so from that point on, I uh, then took the tomato sauce out I poured it all over the spaghetti and the left, the radical left was standing there in my kitchen. Like you could just, literally, you could probably go on for a good half hour like that before the conservative would be like, something is a little off with this one. Or they would just be like, okay, yeah, no, someone else is on now who's saying some other stuff that I want to hear. Rush Limbaugh's on now. <laughs> Judah Cobb, shut up, you're retarded. Maybe it's just because I just punched you where it hurts. Maybe it's because you know deep down inside that that's, that has some truth to it. The same goes for both sides. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. But everybody already knows that like the liberals and the wokes, the woke tards and everything are the she are sheep. But the conservatives try to claim this moral superiority that they're the ones who actually are reasonable and logical. And we just want to have a conversation. But it's like, all right, whatever. I went off on a bit of a tangent there, but let's watch Dave Q. Bin. <laughs> this is what once was science fiction is now reality. Whoa. Yes. Doo-doo. X-Files. There it is. First buzzword, the mainstream news. All I've seen about the Great Reset is stuff from more mainstream sources talking about it. Just so we're clear. Can't hear? You can't hear it? Sorry. Is it too quiet? Oops. Hold on, I'm fixing it. Accomplished all of their goals. It's like, this is not made up stuff. I, you know, I keep seeing now, can everyone hear it? Hold on, guys. I'm fixing it. 
Hold on. People are saying that it's way too quiet. Hold up, hold up. That they're saying like something like uh, all, uh, not uh, not all of them, but we're seeing like oh. Does that sound any better? Is that good? Better? Okay. I see people saying it's better. All right, we're gonna go with it there. All right, cool. And I'll turn it up even a little louder. All right, and we'll restart it now. Okay. Let's pretend that never happened. <clears throat> so guys, yeah, Dave Rubin, what a clown, right? Let's go ahead and get into this video. This is it. What once was science fiction is now reality. Whoa. Uh, this, this great reset uh, phrase has been being bounced around on Twitter a lot. It's not something you're gonna hear about uh, in, in the mainstream news, at least yet. You there it is, first buzzword. That's another one that keeps conservatives listening. The mainstream media won't talk about this. Don't they even say shit like that in a, on like Fox News? They're like, the mainstream media, of course, isn't talking about this. No, all I've actually ever heard about from the Great Reset thing is from more mainstream news sources talking about it. So just putting that out there that like, it, it's just, it's the buzzword. It's the buzzword. Racism. The left. Election fraud. Won't hear about it until they've accomplished all of their goals. It's like, this is not made up stuff. I, you know, I can't. Wait, so, so, <laughs> Dave Rubin's not going to get like super deep into conspiracy theories. And that's again what makes him so insufferable because he never gets deep into anything. Um, but like, what is he talking about? And I know that this is edited, so we're kind of, we're not going to take it too seriously. Accomplished but. all of their goals. It's like, this is not made. They're not going to stop. We're not going to know about it until they've accomplished all their goals. Who's they? What do you mean? It's literally that actually just that phrase alone, like with limited context is validating a level of conspiracism. Until they've accomplished all of their goals. It's like, this is not made up stuff. I, you know, I keep seeing that they're saying this isn't made up science fiction, guys. Like, this is actually my legit political beliefs. Can you believe it's not science fiction, right? <laughs> that makes you sound bad, Ruben. Like something like uh, all, not, not all of them, but we're seeing like, oh, 90% of the hospital beds in, uh, in California are overtaken. SoCal and LA, all the hospital beds are overtaken. There's two hospitals that I lived about 10 minutes between and I drove by both yesterday and they're pretty much empty. I did not go in and check every bed. So I'm just telling you what I can see on the outside, which are pretty much empty parking lots <laughs> and the lines for COVID testing that are completely empty and everything else. So it's just like, what's going on here? We know. <laughs> I'll tell you what's going on here, Ruben. It's a really fascinating thing that happens called people get dropped off at the hospital. <laughs> All these hospitals are packed. But the parking lots seem to be empty. Hmm. Curious. <laughs> it's just, it, you reach a whole new level of Dave Rubinism when you're fucking so stupid, you don't understand something this basic, so then you just use it to further divulge a conspiracy theory. It's like, it just shows where this guy's mental state is when the first time he doesn't understand something why are the parking lots so empty? And they say the hospitals are overcrowded. Pfft. I don't see dying person number 360 
7,000's car sitting over there. <laughs> Seems like the numbers are skewed. Like, the first thing he does, he goes to is just some, like, wild conspiracy theory. He's, like, trying to be the George Lucas of politics. Really empty and everything else. It's like, just like, what's going on here? We what's know. going on here? What is happening? That big tech is manipulating us at every level, at every stage, consistently and constantly. So why is it that Twitter has worked one way for years? They haven't. And literally two weeks before an election, they make it harder or more confusing. This, oh man, this is my favorite part. Okay, so first of all, let's just address the fact that um, he starts off with like all this bullshit and these like presuppositions kind of, I mean. Way for years. And literally two. They've been manipulating us for years. Yes, they have, but not in the way that uh, Dave Rubin is trying to appeal to here. Not at all. Weeks before an election, they make it harder or more confusing <gasps> to send out a message, to amplify a message you believe in. So when I saw it on my phone the first time, I thought my phone was having a glitch or something because they also <gasps> didn't even send out a message. I happened to see that Jack Dorsey on Twitter, the CEO, he sent out one message about it. But, but if you didn't see that and then you're going, wait a minute, I can't retweet the way I used to. You might not know that something's there. And the reason they're doing that is they don't want certain information to travel as fast as it can or it would with, yeah. with you know. Yeah, they want to deter false information from spreading as fast. And also, it was very clear on how they the, the retweet button was changed. I saw things announcing it, but whatever. Maybe Dave Rubin just doesn't go outside that bubble. Again, it's like, I don't understand something. Conspiracy. I don't quite understand. Why is the retweet button different? Orwellian. I bet George Orwell himself coded this fucking update onto my phone. Like, the, I mean, yeah, it was kind of designed to deter false information from spreading as fast. And uh, what does that tell say about you, Ruben? I mean, clearly it's it was more of an IQ test than anything else. They were probably like, yeah, if they listen, if conservatives are believing in this COVID hoax bullshit, they're not going to be able to figure out how to retweet for at least a week and a half. And by then we can just switch it back. <laughs> 14 and now less days to an election. This what? literally and people often don't use the word literally correctly. This is literally George Orwell's <gasps> 1984 newspeak that we will change what? the meaning of words so that no one will ever be able to have a sensible conversation with. I didn't read 1984, so I'm not going to pretend that I did and that I understand it because I know for a fact that this motherfucker has no clue what he's talking about. As far as what is he talking about here specifically? the meaning of words so that no one will ever be able to have a sensible conversation with anyone <sighs> will have okay that's actually really really like appealing to conspiracism really more so than i was actually expecting but um yeah I, I i always find it hilarious when conservatives go into this big diatribe about how oh my god the definition of a word has been changed this is george orwell definitions of words have changed literally forever and that is using the word literally correctly, Dave. The meanings of words have changed. When you say something is awful, everyone knows that mean that's something that was bad, gross, whatever. Awful actually used to be a positive thing. 
people used to say something was awful as a positive. I mean, can you back then they'd probably be like, I can you believe they're changing the words or whatever? This is like, what was the I don't know, what was the big reference back then? Because George Orwell's thing couldn't have been out yet. <laughs> they're suddenly making words that once meant something positive now mean negative like society changes the definitions of words it would also help if we had a little more context here um i know i'm we're trying to be we're we're trying to laugh here but i also do like to address some of this bullshit like the word definition thing is so cringy we're literally correctly this is literally george or change the meaning of words so that no one will ever be able to have a sensible conversation with anyone. Truth will have no meaning. It will be impossible to speak the truth because we won't have the words for it. News speak, we, will, we won't even remember what happened yesterday, the memory hole. We will be in a world where regulators will be constantly confusing us so no one will know what's going on. What the fuck? Dave Rubin, stop filming videos after you're tripping on acid, pal. Dave Rubin, stop tripping on acid live 2021. We will be in a world where regulators will be constantly. <laughs> Does he mean like physical regulators? Hey, everybody. Today, the color of the day is orange, but orange actually looks like green. <gasps> the regulator is here to distort everything and confuse us everyone <laughs> we will we won't even remember what <laughs> okay newspeak we've been over that whatever society decides the definitions of words and maybe the fact that okay whatever we're not going to get into it but uh this newspeak, one's the best. we will we won't even remember what happened yesterday the memory hole we will be in a the liberals will brainwash you what i'm doing right now is not brainwashing but the liberals will. They will force you into a memory hole and it will swirl around. You know how when you get bullied in school, kids, and it's like you get your face shoved in the toilet like a fucking swirly? It's going to be like that, but a memory hole. All right? It's going to be like a nightmare where it swirls your face and you wake up the next day. You don't even remember. And before you stands the regulator. Dude, go write a movie script because some of this bullshit could actually be cool as a, as a science fiction movie. But stop with the weird ass appeal to current day politics with like these science fiction references and stuff. This is so cringe. The memory hole. Constantly confusing us so no one will know what's going on. In I want to see that full clip at some point checked and it was like there's nobody tweeting about this so i tweeted that out and then i said you know what i bet i could post a picture of alf and a poop emoji and it will get more retweets than that and my picture of alf and a poop emoji got something like three thousand retweets <gasps> and ten thousand likes but that didn't trend now all of this is without getting too insider baseball it just shows you that they are messing around with us uh in ways that are un that's the creepy part see they're messing around with us no they're messing around with their privately owned tech company. And yeah, sometimes actually they do curate the trending page, but to my knowledge, it's still based on trending page on trending tabs. It also depends on the area. And also Ruben, I'm sorry, 3K retweets is not fucking enough to trend. What? I've gotten 3K retweets before, pal. Why didn't I trend?
hmm, it can't possibly be that I'm just not that popular and people don't like me. No, it's George Orwell. <laughs> I'm going to keep on doing that voice for every time I describe his conspiracy bullshit. Yeah, I, I mean, sometimes things can trend that are bad, right? What if you, what if you like open up your uh, Twitter one day and somehow a tweet, I mean, just actually that just happened the other day. Hang Pence was tweet, uh, trending because people were mostly talking about it as it being a bad thing, but enough of the trends put it on trending. Enough of the like repeat, repeat uh, word in hashtag. ways that are unimaginable. So okay. So <laughs> he extrapolates from, they changed the trending page based on his own weird anecdote that has no weight in the conversation at all. Ways that are unimaginable. In ways that are unimaginable. Listen to the leap he, ta he makes there. The only people that this will actually appeal to are people that already believe this weird dumb fuck bullshit. And then they'll listen to what Dave Rubin says just for their own confirmation bias. It doesn't have to sound smart or insightful at all. It's just, yeah, the left is manipulating me. So they're telling you we are using COVID to severely alter how the world will be after COVID. But, you know, they... COVID to severely alter how the world will be. Who's we like society as a whole is, is changing drastically because of COVID. Yeah. But okay. We're not going to take everything he says here. So seriously. COVID. But you know, they changed the way you retweet. Remember that where you suddenly yes. had to hit retweet twice oh, no. to retweet <gasps> instead of once. And, and the reason they did that obviously was they were watching out for certain oh, no. things they didn't want going virals perhaps things exposing fraud or whatever <gasps> it might be after the election. Maybe it's because the tech giants are involved. And actually, you know what's funny here is he says it as if it's a conspiracy, but he's like kind of right. Yeah, they probably didn't want stuff to trend as easily about election fraud bullshit because they probably knew that a bunch of you dumb fucks were going to be spreading it the moment that Donald Trump even took a single dip in the polls. Like, it's just... The, and this is also true, to really telling, too, because whenever conservatives talk about censorship, your first instinct should be to doubt them. Whenever it's about censorship, your first instinct should be, I don't think this is going to be true or accurate. Go into it with a level of skepticism because he'll talk for days now about censorship of conservatives, which really just means I'm too stupid to know how to figure out the new retweet button or even type into Google to just look it up where they inevitably had a blog post or some form of announcing it, I'm sure. Well, then just in the last few days, they've suddenly said, okay, we're going to go back to the old right. way of tweeting. Right. And I've been <gasps> saying it's a war on reality. Yeah, they purposely changed it over the course of the election because they didn't want election misinfo to go viral as easily. I mean, you're basically admitting that conservatives were too dumb to figure it out. And that's not even true. People did figure it out. I remember for me, I was like, huh, that's weird. Wait, that's Oh, yeah, they changed something with the retweet, right? Oh, here's how to do it. I didn't go and, like, start writing up my next science fiction episode, my next science fiction novel. Oh, my God. I can't figure something out. That's what's happening right now. Um, but the people that are making sense to me right now are the people that are honestly looking at the world as it is, not as they want it to be. But if you only look at the world as you want it to be, you will be endlessly miserable because guess what? You don't own the world, buddy. 
This is literally... Okay, they definitely put that clip in on purpose because that has a lot of irony because that applies very, very, very much to his rhetoric and the people that watch him. Wow, we've been streaming for about an hour and 40 minutes. 90% of chat is perfectly chill, but 10% of them are just molding. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to... I think we're going to go ahead and wrap it up there. Uh, I could definitely stream for longer, um, but I hear that my Rosie is up and probably hungry as well. Uh, and I'm also hungry, and I don't want to bore you guys by eating on stream. I guess I could stretch it out for like an additional 20 minutes, but it would mostly just be like... Because when I eat, I sound like a pig that's I don't, it's really weird it's gross um okay yeah well thanks everybody for tuning in today i appreciate it thanks so buddy uh thanks everybody for watching us dunk on dave rubin we do have a bit of a heavy topic i wanted to touch on but uh i think i can go over that in the next avalon angle episode which hopefully will be tomorrow or the day after i'm going to try to do one every day or every other day uh, and soon, like I said, these will be available to listen to on Spotify and Apple Playlist or podcasts. So yeah, that's going to be fun. Going to be cool. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Thank you to the moderators who did a great job keeping an eye on the chat. Thank you to the donators. Thank you. I appreciate all of you wonderful people. And of course, to all the viewers as well. Thank you guys for watching and I'll see you all soon. Remember, don't storm a capital. If you're planning on taking a vacation to Hawaii anytime soon. All right. All right. See you guys. Peace.